Welcome to Lock Sportscast, your weekly source for Lock Sport news. This is episode 88, recorded February 6, 2022. I'm your host, Charles Current. In today's episode, a 200k club patch correction, helpful lockpickers return, tool animations license violated, lockpicking devs break in, curious quick set questions, woman finds secret floor safe, sales giveaways, and more. You can subscribe to the audio version of the show on most podcast apps and at thelocksportscast.com. You can subscribe to the video version on YouTube or Odyssey. Links to stories discussed will be in the show notes. YouTube and some apps limit the length of show notes. Uh, you can always find full show notes with all the links at thelocksportscast.com. Quick reminder that the Locky Awards voting is now open. Please review the instructions on the page before voting and let me know if you have any problems. The live stream date is still up in the air. Uh, my schedule changes quickly right now, so I will uh, announce that closer to when we actually do it. But voting is open now until the 28th of February, so get your votes in while they still count. A quick correction. Last week I s- announced that there were no more 200k club patches from a post by uh, Mr. Paradise, but the correction is that is. Mr. Paradise was the U.S. source for patches. He has run out and there won't be any more through him. However, if you're in the U.K., user Vitsona on Reddit was the U.K. source for club patches. And as far as we're aware, still has some. But you'll have to verify that with uh, Vitsona. If you're in the U.K., you might still be able to get a patch. And after... A long break. Helpful Lockpicker has put up a new video that's entitled Helpful Lockpicker's Return. The description says, Thank you to everyone who continues to support my channel. I feel thankful to be able to continue to be part of this community in the comments section, even when I'm not able to make videos. I am looking forward to trying to get back into making more videos soon. And he says even more in the video, explains some of the reasons for why he hasn't been able to make videos, all of which are very valid reasons. So definitely go check out his video and uh, leave him a comment. And this week on Twitter, the user TheDukeZip put up a post that said, Just saw tool animation being used in this company's ad, but too lazy to look up how open the license on the animation is. And Tool, of course, replied to that with the actual license. And I went to their website and looked up what their actual license info is here. On the website, it says, This is a repository of the most up-to-date versions of Deviant's lock diagrams and animations seen in all the tool educational materials and slide decks. These are all released under the CC BY NCSA Creative Commons license. You are free to copy and redistribute them in any medium or format and also to remix, transform, and build upon them under the following terms. So the BY part is attribution. You must give appropriate credit by providing a link to the license and indicate if any changes were made. You may do so in any reasonable manner, but not in any way that suggests the licensor endorses you or your use. The NC part of the license is non-commercial. may not use this material for commercial purposes, and that would include this company's advertisement. And the SA is share-alike. If you remix, transform, or build upon the material, you must distribute your contributions under the same license as the original, which is this. Creative Commons 
attribution, non-commercial, share-alike license. And also on Twitter, LockpickingDev posted a tweet that said, So my front door got kicked in while I was taking a nap. I introduced the guy to the barrel of my gun while he was hunched over my PS5. I then escorted him out. No, nothing happened that made shooting necessary or legal. He did leave great fingerprints on the PS5, though, and he's got pictures with that post of his front door and the damage that the would-be thief did kicking in his front door. Just a reminder that most thieves use other methods other than picking the lock to get in. But luckily, lockpicking dev is okay, and his uh, property is still with him. And of course, we are very glad for that. And Deviant put up a new video on Quickset called Curious Quickset Questions. I'll bet you'll learn something. And I'll read the description to the video where he says, Thank you to Night Owl and Rubber Band, two of the wisest locksmithing voices I know for sharing their knowledge with the community at every turn. Some of the visuals in this video I first shared in the tool Slack while getting feedback from them and others as we discussed Quicksets more obscure keys. Big ups and all my gratitude to the folk like Tony uh, Varelli from 3D Locksport, who is a key collaborator with me at Red Team Tools, as well as Latham, who also works with me and was the other half of that bump key creation conversation. And hat tip also to Terrell for reminding me that foreclosure properties do still often make use of the seven depth in their key bidding. Anyway, it's a good walkthrough of the quick set key blanks and the locks that use them and how the bidding works, which is very strange, actually, uh, between the different keys. So uh, definitely a good one to check out and uh, learn something new. Moving on to Lockpickers United belts this week. I'm a bit confused about what I see here, but we have new purple belts. Cisco Spaceman is now a purple belt. Congratulations, Cisco. Crispix is also a new purple belt. And then I had a, a request and a grant listed on there for Jan Healy as a purple belt. But Jan's name now indicates a brown belt, but I don't see a request. And granting on the discord for that so i don't know if maybe that happened in the reddit or behind the scenes somewhere or what but uh jan appears to be a brown belt now so in one week jumped up there also posted was the current stats for the different belts on both discord and reddit so i'll go through those real quick here and remember these overlap a little bit some a lot of people that are on discord are also on the reddit so there's going to be overlap a lot of overlap on the Discord, I don't have a total up and I don't feel like adding them, but we have white belts, 177, yellow belts, 284, orange, 556, green, 323, blue, 164, purple, 97, brown, 48, red, 43, and black, 83. On the Reddit, we have 920 white, 1500 even yellow. Orange belts, 1,892. Green belts, 646. Blue belts, 222. Purple belts, 103. Brown belts, 48. Red belts, 39. Black belts, 82. For a total of 5,452 people currently participating in that system on Reddit. Quite a popular system. And if you don't know about it, check out the links in the show notes. 
They have uh, all of the rules and some videos listed on how to get started in the system. Uh, so that's in the LockSportsCast show notes at LockSportsCast.com. You can find links to all that stuff. Over at speedlocks.org, Gilligan's set a couple of records here. We have a new record for the Master Lock 150 in 2.134 seconds and a first record set for the Master Lock DG at 32.7 seconds. Now it's time to take a quick break, say thank you to the people that made this episode possible. We'll start with the executive producers, which are this month's Patreon subscribers. We have Panda Frog, Michael Gilchrist, Starlock, Williams Brain, Dave To Be Deciphered, Lee Bond's Locksport Journey, Pat from Uncensored Their Tactical, Three Raccoons in a Coat, Cherelle, Patty Cakes, Dr. Hogmaster, Clayton Howard, aka Cool Tune, Mog, John Lock, Rat Yoke, Mr. Picker, Cranky Lock Picker, JHP Picking, Bare Bones Lock Picking. Chief content producer for this episode is Cherelle. Other content producers are Brian Edmonston, iFisk, Jeff Moss, Joshua Gonzalez, Michael Gilchrist, Mr. Paradise, Bla- Mr. Black Magic, Panda Frog, Pocket Woman, Tony Rarelli. Thank you to all of you who have supported the show. And remember, the show is only possible because of the support and information provided by the community. So if you value the show, please help me keep it going, especially during these times when I'm really, really busy and don't have a lot of time to spend on the show. Uh, if you can send in any news, links, events, giveaway information, anything related to the Locksport community that you think that they would benefit by knowing, you can send it in to podcast at thelocksportscast.com or any of the other contact methods listed in the show notes. Don't forget to share the show with your lockpicking friends, leave a comment or a review, subscribe to the podcast or the YouTube or Odyssey channel. If you want, you can donate via PayPal or subscribe on Patreon. If you support the show in some way with a donation or information I use in the show, I'll give you a credit in the show and in the show notes. Also, a reminder that I'm looking for uh, locksport journey stories or stories of discovering or joining local locksport groups, interactions with the community, always welcome. You can also send feedback. Go to locksportscast.com slash feedback if you want to share some feedback. And I came across this story on multiple sites this week. Woman finds secret floor safe hidden under carpet of new house she bought. It says a woman stumbled across a floor safe in the new home she bought after finding it under the carpet while vacuuming. She shared a clip on TikTok saying that the safe appeared to be in full working order, but was locked. She stated that she tried calling the safe company whose sticker was on the safe and several locksmiths. She said none of the locksmiths wanted to work on a floor safe, especially since it was cemented in. She was able to get a quote from one of them that reportedly quoted her $700 to open the safe. She eventually phoned a man named Jim who was able to open the safe for her, but I'll leave the reveal uh to you to check out on her TikTok channel, which will be linked in the show notes if you want to know what they found inside. That whole thing got me wondering, what is it about a floor safe that was so objectionable to uh, the locksmiths? Maybe some of those who work on safes or, or locksmiths could comment in about why you would refuse to work on a floor safe. Is it because it's there and you can't take it to the shop and work on it? What What is the reason for the floor safe being something they don't want to work on? Be a good question. Something I'd like to have answered from an expert's point of view. Moving on to sales. We have a new sale that was uh, shared by both Jeff Mosk and I Fisk. Thinkpeterson.com has a special with a discount code of Zebra36 Hotel Tango Zulu 6 Quebec Charlie 50. 
It's good for 20% off a purchase of $40 or more, and it expires on February 16th. Also, if you check out their specials tab, they still have their uh, hydrometer rubber handle picks on sale while supplies last. The sale appears to still be going on at Barebones Lock Picking. Just look for the green sale icon in the corner of the image for items that are on sale. Same basic idea at Matt's Lock Pit, mattslockpit.com. Custom picks are on sale. Just look for the yellowish orange on sale icon in the corner. 3dlocksport.com. You can get 10% off if you use the code LSCAST10 at checkout. Mako Locks, 15% off the code by Mako. UKLockPickers.co.uk, 10% off if you use the code GIFT. Moving on to giveaways, I'm going to go through these real quick because I've already gone over these in the past. Um, just some repeat ones here. We have PandaFrog's Hashtag Mini Panda Frog 2 giveaway that is running until the Mini, Mini Panda Frog 2 is born, which is estimated due date is the 8th of June 2022. The Locksport Viking 100 sub giveaway, hashtag Locksport Viking 100, is running through the 13th. So get your entries in by then if you want to be entered. Mr. Black Magic's Lock Magic 500 giveaway is still running. Looks like you have until. February 20th to get into that one. So be sure to get your entries in before then. CLK Supplies hashtag Lockboss giveaway runs every week as far as I know. So be sure to enter that if you're into giveaways. Remember, the show needs your support. So please keep sending me any information that you have that's Locksport related that you think the community would benefit from knowing. Even if you don't think it's important, it might just be the bit of information that I need to complete a show. If not, no harm done. It uh, doesn't hurt to send me lots of information. I can sort through it. The time constraints I have are doing the research on my own and recording and editing. So the more information you send, the better it is for me. Thanks for your support. And remember to keep it legal. Legal. <laughs>